Hello, my name is Joshua Gilliland and welcome to another installment of the Legal Geeks Educational Series. I'm the blogger for Bowtie Law and a blogger with Jessica Meterson for the Legal Geeks. Today we're going to explore the wonderful world of initial disclosures. True legal geeks like this because it's a fun adventure in the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure, specifically Rule 26A. Now, that's all the text for Rule 26A, and we're going to break it down to what actually applies to us for right now. And that is a party must identify all of its electronically stored information with its, within its possession, custody, or control to support any of its claims or defenses. That can be a huge burden when you have two terabytes of data to go through, especially when you consider the timing of initial disclosures. Why should that cause an attorney concern if they have a large corporate client? Well, parties must make their initial disclosures either at or within 14 days of their Rule 26F meet and confer. Now, of course, a court can say you can do it at a different time and you can stipulate, but that's what the code says. And this raises the question, when does the meet and confer need to take place? Well, looking at Rule 26F for its timing, the Rule 26F meet and confer must be as soon as practicable and at least 21 days before a Rule 16B scheduling conference. As before, a court can say otherwise and the parties can stipulate. However, you have to consider the timing of when the Rule 16B conference takes place, when the Rule 26F conference takes place, in order to help determine when Rule 26A initial disclosures are due. Now, initial disclosures must be made by a party based on the information that is reasonably available to the party. So based upon what you know, what's reasonably available to you is what you must make your um, disclosures uh, upon. Moreover, there are no excuses under the code for, for not making Rule 26A initial disclosures. So you have to investigate. You can't say, oh, we haven't had time or, you know, to any of those things, uh, or that the other party hasn't made their initial disclosures, therefore you're not, uh, that doesn't give you an excuse because this is an automatic requirement under the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure. Uh, you have to do it in a timely manner, and if you find out that there's something wrong with your initial disclosures, uh, pursuant to Rule 26E, you have to supplement them to correct anything or to you know, produce additional information. And this is a rule that has teeth, because if you fail to per disclose uh, your initial disclosures, um, that information can be excluded from your case if you want to use it later, pursuant to Rule 37C1. So when you look at the interplay of, of Rule 26A, it, it you know plays with several other sections of the code, and also has some real teeth behind it, because if you do not disclose something you wish to later use, you're barred from using it. Um, and there are plenty of cases where this has happened and then the problems that have flowed from failures to disclose 
information that supports a party's claims or defenses. And this can get very, very complicated when you have terabytes of data. So stipulating to a different schedule or a court order uh, is very handy if you are dealing with that multi-terabyte case. However, there's technology out there that can help you. And that technology is the early case data assessment technology that's very popular and that's also built into a lot of the review platforms now. So analyzing the sections of the complaint, the terminology from a plaintiff, uh, if you are the plaintiff, you know, when you look at what's this case about, what are our allegations, what are our causes of action, all of those things could be used in that software to do the high-pass review of the data to find what makes sense for you to disclose. Very powerful technology, and that's one of the ways that you can still fall within the parameters of the code and the amount of time that you have uh, leveraging the tools available to you. So again, just because there's big data doesn't mean that there are big solutions to help you, and, and there are many. So with that, thank you for your time today. Tune in again for more code and case tips on the Legal Geeks educational series. We have you, hope you have a wonderful day, and thanks for uh, visiting us. Have a wonderful day.